We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salute to Knicks Nation, CP the Franchise here, and I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Oakley even offers prism lens technology. What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do. So head on over to oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're at it, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there's really more than meets the eye. Don't trust me. Try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you Oakley's not only the best looking, but it's the best quality out there. I've been rocking Oakley since I was in high school, so I definitely know how they get down. Head on over to Oakley.com for more information today. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Tuesday afternoon, man. Another edition of Knicks Fan TV. This is Knicks Offseason Central, the show where we're going to talk about the news and the rumors concerning the New York Knicks, man. It is officially offseason time with the NBA draft coming up in two days. Free agency coming up on June 29th. And uh, what many consider is going to be an active trade season. So we'll see what that entails for the New York Knicks, man. So tap in with you guys. CP the Franchise here, Alex Jotaros on the ones and twos. Call us up with your takes, man. 657-383-1509. And on today's show, is the OB Toppin era over? According to reports, multiple reports, Uh, Obi Toppin and the Knicks could be parting ways and potentially as a way for the Knicks to get into this 2023 NBA draft. Knicks right now do not have a draft pick. Also on today's show, we're going to talk about Zach Levine 
because the Chicago Bulls are taking calls on the Bulls swing, man. So um, let, let's tap in with this real quick, man, because between a couple of days ago and then today, uh, the, these OB Toppin news had been released. And first off is uh, Stefan Bondi of the Daily News, who says uh, if the Knicks want to get into, into the first round, it's Obi Toppin who could be on the move. League sources indicated that Toppin was hoping for a trade at the deadline last season. Now both sides are in alignment that it's time for a change of scenery. Time for a change of scenery, Al. Uh, hmm. Look, you know, my answer reaction to this is, to me, it's only a matter of time. We're going into year four in this experiment, a botched experiment, a, a failed experiment not necessarily based on the player, but based on the ideology of the coach. Yes, this player has deficiencies. Yes, he's kind of locked in to one position. You have uh, the player ahead of him who has been a star of this team, a two-time all-star for this team, has led the team to the playoffs in two out of the last three years. We know the story. We don't have to rehash with the Knicks history of Julius Randle. The bottom line is, is that Obi Toppin has been buried behind Julius Randle now going into year four, and it's not going to change. That's just the bottom line. This is not going to change. We're going into year four of this experiment. He's been relegated to a 10 minutes per game guy, a spot-up three-point shooter in the corner. Yeah, every once in a while, he'll get, he'll get out in transition. He'll get you a Gotham lob. He'll make a, a, a breathtaking drive to the basket every once in a while. You know, might not get to the free throw line, but that's been his game. We've seen him as a starter, how much his game grows, how much he can contribute, and how much his offense clicks and becomes a more selfless, balanced offense. But the bottom line is those opportunities come few and far between. And so while Julius Randle is still on this roster, which you can – Expect that to be the case going forward, at least for the next season. Obi is going to be buried behind the bench. And so for him, for Toppin, you got to look at it like this. He's got one more year before he enters restricted free agency. Why would he want to spend another year in this situation, relegated to 10 minutes per night, when maybe there's another team out there that says, hey, there's more of an open competition for you. We're not guaranteeing you a starter spot, but maybe it's a young upstart team that can get him those minutes. Or maybe it's a, a, a middling to contending team who says, hey, we, we've got these minutes for you. Maybe it could turn into something else for you to showcase yourself. Because there's financial incentives for him to do so. If he's going to be entering mm-hmm. into his second contract, he's a year older. He's going to be a year older. He's got to make sure that he can maximize on the potential dollars that he can earn, right? It's not just about having fun and high-fiving on the bench and doing all these things. It's a business of basketball. You got to take care of yourself, take care of your family. So it was reported by the deadline that the Knicks and Pacers were talking. I was told that Toppin's side was motivated to get a deal done and get him a change of scenery. It didn't work out for whatever reason. Now he's here. But now it seems like that door is back open as Steve Popper of Newsday has uh, has said that both sides are aligned on a change of scenery. Your thoughts? Hey, we talked about this during the season, CP, where came on here, 
And I said, you know, it only makes sense to trade Obi Toppin because you're not doing him any justice. You know, you talked about, we already know the situation. But going into year four, you said it. Why was he? Why would he want to be committed to only playing 10 minutes a night? Why? All young guys who enter the league have this aspiration to either be the guy, to get a lot of minutes, to get playing time. That's the goal. So for, for me, this is no surprise. Um, the thing is that, you know, who's the team that goes out there and wants to make the trade for him, right? Because for the Knicks, they've had, they've had opportunities to, to trade him. If they, were, if they knew they were going to be so locked into Julius Randle, why would you even waste this much time holding on to a player that doesn't fit what the coach wants to do? Right. Like that, that's the bigger question. Why would you do that? You had a chance to find something this during the trade deadline. Did you did you believe that his value would increase this offseason if he was still going to get the same amount of minutes? Now, maybe it did. Now, maybe it did because he got to show off, uh, you know, towards the end of the season. We plays against the Pacers, you know, after Randall goes down, maybe you could say, hey, these opportunities. Well, there's there's we see the talent. OK, yeah, he obviously has something in, 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 in the tank because we see the behind the back knocking down threes. When he gets the minutes, he can produce. Forget the talent, okay? Forget whether it's against middling, great, bad, whatever. He still showed that he could produce. And I think even if you are uh, an agent or GM around this league, right, more so a front office around this league, and you see what Obi does in those minutes, you can you can talk yourself into saying there is potential here. There's some value here. Let's go make a move for him. But when you're now the Knicks and you're in this position where he's on the last year of his contract before he hits restricted free agency, to me, you're getting pennies on the dollar at this point because what, 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 what the other team's going to be like, look, man, we know you're not going to resign this guy. We, we know that for a fact because you're not going to say we're going to pay him. He's going to want to get paid more. Someone's going to bid even higher, okay? Because what can you really offer somebody who's getting 10 minutes on a nightly basis? Right, right. But, you know, we had Keith Smith. We had Keith Smith come on the show, right, uh, for the NBA report, and he told us, you know, he thinks that Obi Toppin get an, uh, a contract extension worth 70, 70 million, right, because of the upside value there. So the Knicks aren't going to do that. Why would they give Obi seventy million just to be on the bench and not get enough playing time? So if the Knicks, for their standpoint, saying, hey, you know, maybe we can, you know, you're worth this because this is what you produced on this team, which is what they would do. Another team's going to come in here and be like, we'll take that swing. And we won't have to give up much, anything at all, except just pay him. So for me, the Knicks just wasted time on something where unless you were either going to be motivated to move Julius to give Obi that opportunity, or you're going to talk to the coach and say, you got to give this guy an actual fair shot. They should have done it at the deadline, man. They should have done it at the deadline. And, 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 and just... Like make Obi just like if you're if you're that connected because let's remember, it was Leon Rose's son that was representing, uh, that was representing Obi. Now he changed his agent, and if you're really gonna take care of somebody who's part of that CAA family and all of that, don't you want to help this guy out get his career going and not have him behind a player that's going to soak up a majority of the minutes on a night to night basis? Why, why would you even do that to somebody? Because yeah. He's an older rookie that came into the league. And we know how teams view older rookies. It's like even during the draft, it's just taboo, right? So why not just give him that opportunity to get his career going 
instead of wasting this time. He's going to be 26 next year. He averaged uh, 20.8 points per game, 5.7 boards, three assists as a starter on 44% shooting from downtown, 69, then their 70% true shooting percentage. An offensive rating of 136. Look, when he gets to minutes, good things have happened for this team. Now, is he an all-star just languishing on the bench? I don't necessarily see it that way. But there's no doubt that he can contribute, whether it's here or somewhere else. It's just not going to be here, man. It's just not going to be here. So, you know, my frustration lies in just there's opportunity costs when you re-sign players, when, when, when players lead you to the playoffs and they make all-stars, there's opportunity costs. And there's diminishing returns on your assets when you pick this guy up in the draft with the eighth pick. And yet at the time you look at it and say, okay, there's a lot of value there. You're getting college basketball play of the year. You get some depth there. But the expectation was always that they were going to trade Julius. And then he watched film, as he said, on playoff. Pete came back. Made the all-star, made it most improved, took him to the playoff, fourth seed, all of that. And they rewarded him for it. But there's an opportunity cost for that. And now they're looking at a player who's most likely not going to be back, who, according to these reports, is looking for a change of scenery. And now, as you said, that because he had not improved his draft stock over these years, with going into restricted free agency after this season, how much can they really get here? Time will tell. You know, time will tell, man. Time will tell, and it's just it's just frustrating because you see the good things that he can do. And, and the, the whole conversation since Obi's been here, and, and I get it, there's he can be a solid contributing role player in this league, bare minimum. I believe that. You, we've seen it. You just don't – you're not somebody who just drops 30 points – on a whim, okay. We we've seen Frank Nolkina on this team. Mm. It took him it, so it took him until PTSD. three four years. It took his thir- to his third year to drop twenty points. Let's yeah. remember that, okay. If you got some sort of promise, you could be able to score thirty. We've seen that with Grimes, Quick, Obi. These guys can do it. And the thing about Obi's game that I love is that is just he just makes everything simple. That's just like to his core nature. And for a team that that needed that, that needed someone who can cut, get to the basket move out and transition freely. He did that at bare minimum. And I just think there's more to his game, man. I don't think we got to see it. It, it comes with opportunity. I know everyone talks about get areas of his game that he needs to improve. And absolutely, look, look, he doesn't need to always, you know, leak out and, and go out and transition. He has to understand how to balance it and get some strong rebounds. Uh, I actually do think he improved as a defender uh, from once he started yeah, as yeah. a player in this league. I think he did improve. Bit. It's not the. It's, we're not talking about the greatest defender, but right. you know that was always a concern, and that was like the biggest concern coming in. Like, could he defend? And he showed that yes, he can be baseline and okay defender. Yeah. I think he has improved. It just comes down to the minutes and opportunities. You can only do so much in practice. You have to get real time experience, and ten minutes a night is not going to do that for you. I don't care what professional yeah. athlete you are. You can only learn so much in practice. You have to have game time experience. And if you're only getting 10 minutes throughout an 82-game season, that's not enough, man. So at this point, if the Knicks are not going to invest in this player, right, because of what the coach believes schematically, yeah, then, then it's just time to move on. They should have done that earlier rather than sooner because I feel like you could have gotten more for Obi as like, all right, you see him have 
Remember when Randall had his down year two mm-hmm, seasons ago? Mm-hmm. And like you're like, oh, wait a minute. Good things are happening when Obi's in here, right? You could have worked off that hype. You could have worked off that hype and, and done something because he was playing pretty efficiently. So, I don't know, man. For, for watching the organization uh, mess up on his player development, it, it's, just, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Absolutely frustrating, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. We're going to take two calls, and then we're going to get into a trade idea. If they do trade Obi, a little trade idea that uh, that we were cooking up here on KFTV, because according to Steve Popper, a trade of Obi Toppin could be the Knicks' entry into this year's 2023 NBA draft. So if that is the goal, we have a trade that uh, we would make here to 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 accomplish that man but let's take two quick calls we're, we're talking ob first no levine area code 8813 what's your name where are you calling in from man rambo from tampa rambo man. rapid fire rambo today, let's go man. how you feeling rapid fire man i'm not gonna lie to you i am hurt by this man i read oh. this earlier today i said i was gonna take a break you know, I wasn't going to call in too much because I was trying to go for uh, Tibbs' head when they had the whole coach carousel and I had to take a step back, let the front office work. But J.D. said it when we traded for Cam. The yeah. only blemish on this front office is their asset management. Bruh, Ovi's a hometown hero, and what they're doing to him is ridiculous, bruh. That is a beautiful story. A hometown guy from New York makes it on the team. That's beautiful, man. It just it, it, this really hurts. I'm not gonna lie. Wherever he mm. goes, bro, I hope he becomes an all star. I hope he I hope he succeeds in everything he does, man. He shows great character. He was a fly high dunking guy. They told him to shoot threes. He said, okay. In the beginning of the year, he was our best point three our best three point shooter, bro. And he wasn't never even doing that. Yeah. Bro, this this low key kind of hurts. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I love Gobi, man. I'm gonna holler mm. at y'all. I'm gonna tune in. I'm, I'm always tuning in. Spotify. We got the Oakley. Man, manscape all that, man. But this one hurts, man. I'm not gonna lie. Abs- I'll holler at y'all. Absolutely. Yo, stay up, man. Stay up. Rambo from Tampa, man. My man sound like he just, you know, lost his dog or something, man. Rambo, <laughs> Ram- Rambo's dad. And Rambo, he he's usually the Captain Optimism. You know, he's usually yep. coming with good spirits. This is real, man. Ram- Rambo's hurting out there, man. Do you know? Rambo, stay up, man. He's a hometown. He you look, man. Obi from Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. Played at Austining mm-hmm. uh, High School out in Westchester. Uh, Knicks fan growing up. Got that spree roll jersey on that mm-hmm. we, we saw when he got drafted. Uh, he was crying draft night to come because he was excited to play for his hometown team. And yeah, like when you when you get all of that stuff, it's like when everyone was excited for Kemba to come back home. Right. Like it, it there's a connection there. There's a bond there, uh, especially amongst a fan base. So. I can understand why it hurts. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, back to the phones before we get our get to our trade idea. Three four seven. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hello. Um, Manny Banks here. Um, yeah. To be honest, I really don't believe the the Ob Ob Toppin rumors mm-hmm. because like it's not it's, it's like not from. If 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 Woj or Shams or Begley never reported it, I, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. So it's like, like really, like I I don't believe something that's not not really there. But like I'd rather uh you know keep Obi Obi here, and you know, you no know, hopefully mm-hmm. he doesn't get traded. Hopefully he stays on the team. You know, 
But you gotta give this guy you gotta give this guy minutes. He has um you know, all star potential, you know? Yeah. Like like y'all said, he he he's a he's a he's a um homegrown talent. Like right. the other guy said, he's a homegrown talent. He's, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a good character kid, high character good. kid, hometown kid, as you said. You 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 like all those things, man. Yeah. yeah. So I'd rather, you know, I, I I just don't believe it. If it ain't from Wold, Shams, mm. or Begley, I, I don't believe that show. Okay. It's like, nah, I, yeah, that's all I have to yeah. say. Okay. I, right. That's respectable. Right. I mean, listen, the the talks with the Pacers, those were real last year at the deadline. So I don't think this is too far-fetched. I think this is a carryover from what was going on at the deadline. And the article said as much. Mm-hmm. He's been looking for a change of scenery. I was told his camp is looking for that. They try to trade him into the Pacers during the during the trade deadline. For whatever reason, it didn't work out. Maybe the Knicks wanted too much. For whatever reason, it didn't work out. But I don't think this is just out of left field. No, you know, this, this has kind of been there. Do you think this kind of you think this even adds more to when? Remember when there was against the Cavs. And after Julius went down, and you see Obi just angry at RJ, and, yeah. and you see like those opportunities, like for Obi's probably like, you know, I don't get this much time to really get to score and do all this t- stuff. So when I have an opportunity, I'm looking for you to actually find me. And I think about that time, and it, it makes sense, right? It makes sense where this frustration just bottles up. He gets angry, like, look, I'm I'm finally getting playing time. Let me get some burn. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think so. Let me get some looks. I think so. It's, it's hard to, I've, you know, I try not to read body language too much, but in that heat of the moment, and yes, these things happen on, on every basketball game, pick up playoffs, pick up regular, you know, pro- professional, anything. But human nature plays into that in how you react to certain things. And it just seemed like with both of those guys, the flare up, which you don't necessarily see from both of those guys. I think the flare-up was both, you know, RJ struggling at that time and OB trying to make the most out of what he knows is going to be a limited opportunity. He knows he's not going to get more than 10, maybe 12 a night. And so he's trying to do the best at it. He's trying to maximize every second that he has out there. And I think that was part of that that flare-up between the two of them. So, uh, but let's talk about this trade, man, because if they're going to get back into the draft... We got one idea, man. What do you, what do you think, man? Let's, let's pull up the trade. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Don- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You know, what the, you know what the idea is, man. Yeah. You know what the idea is. Go get Chris Duarte. Go mm. trade for that 28th pick. Okay. So so, you, so you're calling the paces back up. I think it makes sense. Look, they yeah. need a four. They got three first rounders, right? Knicks, if they want to get into this draft, they're, they're scouting prospects. You're looking to go get back into the late end of the first round. I think it makes sense, man. Well, Chris yeah. Duarte needs to change the scenery too. You think about think about him. He's got Benedict Matherin over there. Got Tyrese Halliburton. You got Buddy Heald, who interviewed two uh, phenomenal people who covered the Pacers, Mark Schindler and Caitlin Cooper, and they talked about the importance of Miles Turner, Buddy Heald. You know, you got Andrew Nebhard. Like I said, you got Tyrese Halliburton. You got Benedict Matherin. Where's yeah. Chris Duarte fit in this? Where is he fit in that whole rotation? Yeah, you know. Uh, so if you need a four, because who are they playing at the four? Uh, dude, dude was on the Celtics. Was it, is Nate, was it Naismith? Naismith, Naismith, Naismith is yeah, playing yeah. the four, yeah. He's yeah. more of a wing than, than actually a four. Yeah. So you got him there too, that you traded with the, where you made that deal with the Celtics. Chris Duarte battling, uh, a leg injury, ankle injury. I forget what exactly it was. Not getting enough minutes. Had a down year. I think that makes the most sense. Look, we broke. I broke this down with Schindler for uh, for what was it? Uh, game of the week. Game First of the week. First time we did for 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 the Pacers. So I think you just go back to the well and say, "Hey, let's get this deal done." The issue, though, CP. This mm-hmm. is the issue. All right. And this is why they should have done it then if they're really considering trading Obi Toppin. Mm-hmm. Pacers have three draft picks. If they want a forward. Why do you got to burn one with the Knicks when you can just draft one, right? It's fair. At and, the time, and, and they situa- do have they do have access to two of the best, right? They got Hen- they got access to Hendricks and um, who's the other guy? Who's the other big that's uh, at the top of the boards? What you got? Whitmore. You got Hendricks. You got Jerry's Jerace Walker, Jerace Walker. You got Taylor Hendricks. Two of the guys they can get. This is the issue, man. Yeah. This is what happens when you wait sometimes, and. You know, it's 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 difficult when we're talking about stars. When we're talking about players who are still role players, don't know what Obi's career arc could be, right? Yeah. As I said, I believe he can just be a solid role player baseline right now. Uh, you got to know when to make a move, man, especially yeah. if they're not getting minutes. So now I you're in a situation where the Pacers, hey, we got three. We don't need to do business. Yeah. But that's the, that's the team I go back to and try to make a deal with. I would... Um... Look, I mean, Duarte, his three-point numbers fell off a cliff this year. 
It went from damn near 37% to, to 31. Uh, so not sure what happened there. He's he's got to get that together. He's going to be 26. Oh, he just turned 26. Just turned 26. So he's up there in age. Has he fallen out of favor with the Pacers? Can they, you, you, again, with the, with the Knicks and with Obi and his contract situation, his value, how much can you really get? That is yet to be determined. Can you get a reclamation project in Duarte? See what he can give you there at the wing. And can you get number 28 from them? They got three first-round picks. The, the rumors that, uh, that, that they're not going to keep them all, maybe they try to consolidate and move up. But if they're still sitting there, number 29, I'm, I'm uh, correction, not 28, number 29. Number 29 mm-hmm. is still available. I would do that if I'm the Knicks because I'm looking for a wing. I've been looking for a wing since we made the mistake of taking Kevin Knox over Macau Bridges. We need a wing. I don't give me Josh Hart trying to defend everybody and, and Jokic. Give me a proper wing. This is supposed to be a wing draft. Get back into the bottom of the first round and, and pull a wing out of there and see if you can catch lightning in a bottle. The guy I like, who we were talking about this off here, the guy I like, and coincidentally, as soon as I bring him up, Woes drops a bomb and says his stock is rising. Olivier Maxence Prosper. Adam Marquette, 6'8", can guard threes and fours, attacks the rim. You don't got to worry about him being a shy guy. He's aggressive, gets after it, can knock down a three, shot like 34, 35% from three, can guard threes and fours. If he's there or if you have an opportunity to get in the first round and maybe move up to get him, Olivier Maxence Prosper. Take a look at that. Okay. How about this name? Yeah. Keegan Murray's brother. Chris, mm. Murray. Chris Murray. Chris Murray. Okay. All right. That's a three good one. 3 and D, man. Baseline 3 and D player. There you go. Got a good feel for the game. Catch and shoot threat. Yep. Got a solid on ball and off ball defense. Okay. Another guy to be looking at around that range. Yeah. There you go. 3 and D. We need a wing, man. Go. And he's 6'8". And try to get. 7 foot wingspan. Yeah. Go try to get a wing, man. So we take a look at that. See what happens. I just think it's only a matter of time before it happens, man. Um, let, let's take a call and then jump into Levine real quick. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP and Alex on the ones and twos, man. Leave some comments on the OB topic. What do you guys think? Where do you guys think this is headed? If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We will shout you guys out. As Rambo in on the call said, uh, salute our sponsors, man. Go to Oakley.com. Check out the latest and greatest styles. Shout out to our guys at Oakley, man. Now I just put your order in. Don't worry, man. I'm, I'm, I think I'm commandeering these for the summer, though. <laughs> I think I'm commandeering these for the summer, man. As soon as you put them on for the first time, I was like, oh, this guy, is, I'm not yeah. getting these glasses. yeah. Uh, I'm turned up to the max. Patrick Creary, $20 Super Chat says, OB had better numbers in one playoff start than 90% of Randall's. His temperament is the exact opposite of Randall. Reserve, level-headed, team-first guy. He's up, rooting, whether he has zero points or 30. Positivity is infectious. Yeah, listen, he's, he's a model citizen. We know that. He's a great, he looks like a great teammate. I don't know for sure. You know, obviously, him and Quickly have great chemistry. Looks like a good kid. Looks like a high-character kid. Likes to have fun out there, and it shows on the court. He's stuck. He's been stuck for three years, and this is now year four. So what's it going to be? We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, on the Out NBA, there making chopped cheese on beef patties. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, another quick promo before we uh, talk Zach Levine. On the NBA report tomorrow, 
David Aldridge joins us, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, David Aldridge, NBA insider for The Athletic, is going to join us on the NBA report. So uh, make sure you guys tap into that because we lining them. I told you, we lining them up for the NBA report. We had Jabal Crawford on the show. Keith Smith came on to preview the offseason. Worldwide Wob came through. Shout out to Mo Muncy checking in from London. Co-host of the Hoop Genius podcast for BJ Armstrong. David Aldridge is coming through. So word is getting around that the NBA report is on the rise and is coming through steamrolling the competition. The NBA report, man. Make sure you guys tap in and make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Okay. The other thing to talk about real quick, I got about 10 minutes here out. The other thing we have is um, Zach Levine. Now, we did talk about Zach Levine Yesterday on uh, yesterday's episode of Knicks Weekly, episode 62. Make sure you guys tap into that because that was also a good one. But now what we talked about was that the the rumor was that uh, the Bulls were looking for, you know, a substantial package for Levine, including young player um, picks and and salary matching. Now reports are surfacing from Jake Fisher that the Bulls are not even not only gauging that, but they are making calls to select teams in the NBA to find a trade partner. Select teams. Translation. How down bad do you, how down bad do you yeah. have to be to be the one making the call? Yeah. <laughs> if they're making the call, they're calling the Knicks. Who else has the draft picks? Yeah, I mean, look, OKC, yes. Do you see him going to OKC? No. Rockets. No. Okay, maybe, right? They're after Harden. The rumor is they're after Irving. But they've got guys there at the wing. Um, Orlando. Maybe. 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 Can't discredit them. They've they got cap space. They have young players. They have picks. But the Knicks, well, I say that to say the Knicks have to be at the top, at, at the, top of that list for many reasons. So the question is, are you ready to pull it? Are you ready to make a move, you and the people in the chat? Is it time to do it? You lost Mitchell. You lost Beal. Zach Levine seems to be available, man. What are we doing? Always the bridesmaid, huh? Yeah. Always the bridesmaid. Ah, oh, man. I see the fit. Well, we had this whole... I see the fit. Um... I like Zach Levine, the player. Uh, oh, it just comes down to the cost, man. It just comes down to if you are trading an arm and a leg to get this guy, I'm not gonna be thrilled because you could have done that to go get Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah. But if this is the way you're gonna upgrade to go get some shooting, I can see it. I'm not. I'm on the fence, man. Yeah, I'm on the fence. That that that's really where I am when it comes to this. I have, I could see it either working, and, and we can be like, oh wow, look at this team. The offense is great now. This, that, and the third. I could also see it going the complete other way. He's missing time. Lack of defense. Right. All right. Uh, get some numbers here and there. Postseason, not really there. Such a fence. Tr- this is such a. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. It with really you. is like you're just sitting on, on the fence. Like it could go legitimately either way. It, it could. Um, I've been on the fence with it. Uh, it all depends on the cost. It all depends on the cost. Like, if, if like, what if it's a if it's an OB 
two picks and some salary. You put Derrick Rose and yeah. uh, Fournier you send in there. Rose back home. And it's, it's, it's Obi the young player. You know, like, I'd be more tight if it's, like, quick. I'd be tight to give up quick. I, I still think quick can, can hit another level. Um, I'd be tight if it was Grimes. I'd be super tight if it was Grimes. And I'd still be even tight if it was RJ, man. Like, But at the same time, as I said last night, you know, if they're going to stand pat with their young core, then those guys got to take another leap. That's the only way that this team can get legitimately better to move into a legit title contender. I'm not talking about playing well enough to get to the Eastern Conference Finals and setting your bar there. I'm talking about legit get there. You need those those guys to step up. And then you go get a piece that can be the finishing piece to, to getting you to the top. But if those guys aren't stepping up, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take a risk, take a gamble on on one of these guys eventually. You're gonna have to. CP, if I told you that you're getting a player that shot almost sixty percent for effective field goal percentage at either the two or the three, would you be happy about that? Yes, because uh, yes, that that fills a need. All right. If you're talking about a guy who can shoot close to 40% from three on seven to eight attempts per game, you happy about that? Yeah. If you're talking about a guy who's good at shooting off the dribble, you happy with that? Absolutely. That, that's who Zach Levine is. Yeah. Look, I don't you hear all that stuff. You're like, yes, I can see I, all that I, on the I court. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it, man. You know, we, it's, it's just we're just so nervous to take the risk, the injury risk, the contract risk. You know, how does that backcourt be- hold up defensively? People say, oh, well, his defense isn't that bad. You'll see. But to me, I, we, we need something really good next to Brunson out there and versatile. Here's what I will say, even with the injury concern. Yeah. Even with the injury concern, he's played majority of the season. Uh, granted, when he's come back, he's looked a little shaky even when, when he plays. But when he when he's healthy, he's good. For the last over the last, these are the last. This is the amount of games he's played the last couple of years. This past year, played seventy seven games during the regular season. Mm. Before that, it was sixty seven. Before that, during the COVID bubble year, uh, seventy two games he played fifty eight. Um. You talk about the year where the season ended short and they went to the bubble, he played 60. Before that, he played 62, uh, 63, I should say. Mm. So he's had a good track record of playing most of the season when healthy, right? And I know you hear, for people who forget, 60 games was like about the max you could start for every single game. Yeah. Um, so health-wise... He's going to be there on a night-to-night basis. And if you're thinking about Julius and you have him, it's two guys showing up. Sounds like you want to make a deal. You sound, I'm over you Julius. I'm, just, I'm telling you, man, I'm on yeah. the fence. Sounds like you want to make a deal. No, that doesn't sound on the fence. People in the chat, sounds like this guy wants Zach Levine on the Knicks. Look like you're ready to sell my guy Grimes down the river, man. 
Oh no 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 no! Don't do that to me. But I do think I do think I do think it would be quickly in the deal. Right. Sab. Yeah, on four. Yeah, uh, uh, it'd be tough to see, but you know you do got to pay to play. Uh, shout out to Ty seventy three in the chat says five dollars super chat says if Levine doesn't make the Bulls better, then why should we have faith in him? Let the young boys cook. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Rate that super chat in the chat. One being trash, five being facts. I think that's a fair point. What has he done with the Bulls? How much better does he make the Bulls? But the question is, if you see how much better Brunson has made the Knicks, can Levine come in and play off of him? Can they play together? They absolutely could. But how much better would the Knicks get with the two of those guys there? Interesting. Let me let me get to some calls, and then we're going to wrap. Rapid fire real quick. 332, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Uh, my name is OGQ, OG. calling in from Jersey. What's good? First time caller. Okay. I really love your show. Thank you, man. Um, I appreciate the fact that the Knicks uh, are doing what they're doing and being patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, for years, they always made these moves and got players that were well beyond their prime. Uh, if, you, if, if a team is not, if a guy is not really... 25, 26, 27 years old. I can't imagine paying $50 million and having this guy on the team and stopping and going back, regressing to where we were before. Okay. That's my problem. Okay. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Just going to run through these rapid fire because we got rap soon. 929, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Rapid fire. Let's go. Hey, how you doing? This is David. David, how you doing? What's up, brother? Good. I, I watch the show a lot, bro. I just wanted to say we shouldn't go for no freaking Levine. Mm. I just I see him as an inconsistent scorer. He, he would take the shots that Randall takes. And for me, that's just like not what I want to see in the Knicks. I'd rather see somebody like we pay less for Miles Turner. We mm. could put Mitchell Robinson on the bench. We have some extra scoring. And we give up much less than we give up for Levine or for a cat or anybody else that's available. Okay. I mean, if you're going to, you, you, you're not going to have Turner and Mitch on the same team. You're going to trade them in a, in a trade. Maybe, maybe you package Mitch and Obi for, for, for Turner in that 29 pick. You really trying to strike a chord with this uh, Miles Turner thing. <laughs> you know how I feel about Miles Turner. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm Mitch Robinson Hive. I'm the leader. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm wearing the shirt. I'm, I'm wearing it. Blockness. That's my guy. I'm just saying, you, you're not going to have the two guys on, on the team like that. Um, three, four, seven. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Rapid fire. Let's go. This books from Queens. Book. What's up, man? Good, um, good. So I, I, you guys talk about if Levine's not helping the Bulls, you know, how can he help the Knicks? Yeah. And I, I, the thing that I see consistently in the league is when an organization is utter trash, Sometimes it's not the player's fault. And you see those players leave and flourish in other places. And mm-hmm. in the Knicks case, because I do think we have a good culture and a good infrastructure, I think this front office and this coaching staff and, and our leaders on our team can be trusted with a talent like Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. I do think Zach's a, uh, an efficient scorer. I think he's a reliable scorer. He's a flawed player. He's not perfect. But I think he improves the team. I don't think he's a perfect trade target, but I think looking at what he's doing on the Bulls, the Bulls are like how the Kings used to be, how the Timberwolves are. Everything looks like trash and a garbage heap, and that's what the Bulls are right now. Mm. So, okay. uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Just want to trash the Bulls and say, uh, I'm, I'm pro-Zach. Not yeah. ideal, but I, I'm with you. Okay. Sounds, sounds good, man. Book keeping a rapid fire, man. I, I like that too, man. 646. Sine, where are you calling in from? 
What's up? It's Mike from Manhattan. Mike, how you feeling, man? No speakerphone if you're on speakerphone. Let's go. I'm I'm not on speakerphone. You can hear me good? Yeah, good, good. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm pro Zach Levine trade if the price is not too high because he's a big guard. He could shoot the ball. He could get to the basket. And defense, it's all about effort. He has the tools. He has the size. He's athletic enough. He could play some defense. And I'm not trying to slander RJ, but will RJ ever be better than Zach Levine? I don't know. So we can get him out of here real quick and just trade it for Zach. I'm cool with that. But if we don't got to give up RJ, we can give up some spare parts and some little stuff like that because the contract is big. I'm cool, too. I'm just not trying to break the team for, for Zach Levine. But I'm with it for Zach Levine. I think he'll be electric in the garden. Okay. All right. Fair fair points, man. Can't can't knock it. Uh final call, eight one three. What's your name? Where are you calling it from? Ramble from Tampa. I'm double dipping. <laughs> sorry, rapid fire. How to let you guys know. I, no, no to Zach Levine, man. No, no to Zach Levine. We have to pay Jalen Brunson in three years. And I don't want to have to break down the team because there ain't enough money to go around with this new CBA. Patience is the name of the game. We're in a great position to be a great team coming up soon, man. Rapid fire. Holler. Rambo from Tampa. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my guy. You know what I mean? That's my guy. Well, man, he was he, not feeling the OB. Oh, man. Uh, and not feeling the Zach Levine yeah. uh, stuff. Oh, the, man. The, the, the OB topic... Was 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 the was the first punch, and then the Levine one just set him off. He said, "I'm calling back in." So so shout out to Rambo. We got two Rambo calls in in a 40 minute show. Uh, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, now I had to go rapid fire with this one. I got to go um, take care of some stuff right now. But great show, great discussion. Uh, we're gonna keep these going, man. Off season central, the new show by KFTV, man. We're gonna tap into the news and the rumors of the day, and uh, this is what we do, man. As you guys know, we're gonna take your calls on the matter man this is the people show number one show for the fans by the fans so your participation the community is what makes this go obviously me and al are gonna dip in with with our thoughts as well but uh we want to hear from the people especially when it comes to the comings and goings of this team remember to support our sponsors go to oakley.com check out the latest and greatest styles go to manscape.com use promo code kftv for 20% off plus free shipping and go to birddogs.com. Great, great line of khakis and khaki shorts. I just got mine in the mail, man. Great quality clothing. Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter the promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. So uh, great show, Al. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, 1230 on the NBA report. That's the alternate channel where we cover all things NBA David Aldridge is joining the show, man. So we're going to have a great show with DA. Lock in. We'll tap into the latest NBA news and rumors. We'll get his his thoughts on the Knicks and where they need to go in their build. The great David Aldridge joins us at 1230 on the NBA report. So make sure you tap into that. Al, great show. TM, great show. Everybody in the chat, great show. Let me make sure I read the super chats that I may have missed. L. Paul says Spider's here in two years. No Levine. Okay, so he wants to lead the light on for Spider Mitchell. And official LV Dior says, would love to see RJ move back to the two. Okay. All right, cool. All right, I think I, I got like it. what TM said, man. I like what TM said. He said, hashtag give Alex a Supermax. Give Alex a Supermax. <laughs> there we go. There we go, man. All right, great show, man. If anything else happens, any other news rumors today, you know where to find us, man. Number one show for the fans. By the fans. Let me get my Oakley's back on, man. Oh, man. I just I just turned into somebody else when I rock these, man. I'm out of here. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.